Hello, Internet. Sup? Seven C time. Battle of the Phantom Moraine. Occasionally How's... the Battle of the Phantom Moraine. Are you guys okay? Let's do this? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can drive. I'm fine, man. <laughs> I got this. I think no, you're freaking I'm... out. You're freaking out. Is there a problem, Officer? <laughs> Stop freaking out! <laughs> okay, I've got that weed card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, when last we left off, uh, you guys ended up in the, the refuse of um, the city of Charus. And you ended up in a little, sh- little shanty town called Petit Charus. Where you met a man named Alain Louvon. Right. Or, as he prefers to be known now, the Marquis. He's the guy from the Invisible College? Um, he was not. He was an independent inventor that was, that claims to have been sabotaged by the Invisible College. Right. Because he's part okay. of the Explorer Society is what it was, I thought. Nah, he just never hooked up with any of the colleges. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to build a flying machine. Yeah, he built that a hot is... air balloon that got sabotaged. Should have joined up with the college. Wasn't though? Wasn't the thing that he like he was in the college and like someone the colleague sap- found out about it and sabotaged it because? Oh yeah, because they thought it was going to be too valuable a tool of war. But now he's down here, and now he's got a cool gauntlet. Oh yeah, it, he effectively it kills has people death when touch. it kills people when he touches them. Yeah. Yep, and now he's setting up an expedition to go back into the uh, into the sub ruins, which is cool because only like he came back. He set up an expedition. Um, after about ten minutes of organization, the uh, the people here are able to pack up quickly for good reason. Hold on, hold on. Can we back up a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because a dude just died in front of us, right? Yeah, and there's some things I want to like, do. As the marquee walked by and touched him or whatever. Yeah, he just sat down, and then when we checked him, he was totally dead. Yeah, he he uh, put a hand on the the man who was standing in his way, gently pushed him away. He sort of stepped back into a chair, and when you looked at him later, he was dead. Are there any reactions from like the rest of the townspeople that this guy kind of just died? Um, you never made it public that he died. He he's just sitting there with his eyes open, staring blankly. He could be easily missed. Is he fucking um, dead? And just kind of, like, lifts up one of his hands and drops it. He has no pulse. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, he's... isn't. Um, yeah, there's there's no heartbeats. Um, Where, uh, is the Marquis still walking to his, like, shanty or whatever? I think he's, like, leading a town hall right now. Um, You guys checked just as he was wrapping up the town hall. He finished it in, like, a matter of 30 seconds. Everyone okay. else everyone else is starting to prepare for the expedition. I'm yeah, gonna walk around and start untwisting some of those uh um the green threads, the ones that show they like trust him and whatnot. Oh you can it's do that now? I can take a lot gonna take a lot of effort. Yeah oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I I'm, was he dead when he walked back or was he did he die since then? Uh the body's still warm. I don't know much more than that. That's simple. The, the man was alive enough to, you know, sit down, have in front of it. Yeah, 
and then he wasn't allowed enough to sit down. Well, I suppose was he like did he, did he get like pushed into the chair basically, or did he actually sort of sit down of his own recognizance? Um, it's not. He sort of got pushed back, and he stumbled backwards on his feet, and then sat down. Okay, so we, we didn't. He didn't drop then, so it's not yeah. like instant. He didn't get like fully shoved back. Uh, and we'll go get the surgeon. All right. And we'll go do whatever passes for an autopsy in the 17th century. Okay. Get the leeches. <laughs> the leeches aren't going to be excessively helpful. It seems all his bile went out. All of it. He died of a sudden imbalance of the humors. Except that 7C is actually smart enough to not be with the humors. Which, um, which, which, which bile? Uh, all the biles. Oh, Except no. it's funny because in 7C, the humors are actually kind of accurate. At least blood is a very important thing. Well, yeah. Valentine's going to go out and try to figure out what the meeting's about and what's going to happen there. Yeah, Francesca's going to walk among people just sort of listening and trying to untwist some of the major threads between people that seem like they have enough personality they might be able to change people's minds. Um, the deer is preparing for the expedition. Francesca doesn't want to go on this expedition. It doesn't look like it's going to be a good thing. Right, um, Declan is going to kind of sneak around near... I mean, it's a... Sh- like, the guy lives in a shanty. It's not as though it's uh, soundproof. So he's going to kind of skulk around near him and, I don't know, see what he's up to. To deal with this creepy new Skeletor hand is. Okay. Let's see. So, uh, Declan, you can roll me a shadowing check. Um, let's see. Let's let's figure out how the uh, the whole the whole sort of thing works. All right, you 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 find one of the people who um, is sort of organizing the um, some of the people to get supplies together, and you see that he has a an authority strand of about six towards okay. the marquee. Okay. What do I have in, in staves? Okay, good. It's one of my fours. So I'm rolling seven K four. No three. Okay. Three. Seven K three. I wanna try to get it down to let's see, what do I, what is it multiplied by? It's multiplied by the amount you want to change the strength. Okay. I'm gonna try to hit thirty. We'll be daring. I'll try to pull him down to a three. Okay. I have to remember, I cannot explode these a lot the way I would other dice, because it, it won't be good for me. I forgot. It, I don't do a lot of sort of stuff usually, and that stuff can fuck me up. It's not really a problem. I mean, I just can't explode a die two or more times. Yeah, and, and that's I completely get, optional. Yeah, that's the thing, but I have to remember not to explode them, because otherwise I lose three drama die, and for each die, sure, I get a dramatic wound that won't heal for three months. Ooh, that is rough. Yeah. And my base drama die is two. Roll it. So I'm trying. Okay. Two tens. That's a good sign. Okay. 34. Okay. That'll do it. You uh, you start pulling and twisting at the strand, and the uh, the thickness of it starts to reduce. Okay. Does anybody else look particularly... Like strong-willed, because I can do this multiple times. Um, 
usually it's a good idea to observe what happens after you mess with one strand. Well, valid, because it doesn't, just because you change something doesn't mean it'll change the way you think it will. Right. Okay. We're going to go back so, to observing and listening to people then. Yep. I'm going to cut over to, uh, what are you doing, Valentine? He's mostly going to be conspicuously there, essentially. All right. Whoever more. seems to be leading the town hall, he's going to, you know, obtrusively uh, appear inconspicuous. Well, the Marquis was leading the town hall, and uh, beyond that, the uh, the nearest authority figure is the one that uh, Francesco is walking around. No, then he'll be he'll be in the town hall. He'll take up a position probably along the wall near the front. Sure. After all, he's the uh, envoy from the bo- from above. Yeah. Hmm. So I'll move quickly over to Declan's. Show what he sees as uh, he sneaks out one of the side holes in the town hall, and uh, you follow him back to his little house slash city hall thing, and you start looking through one of the cracks in the metal. And he appears to be acting fairly normally. He's getting together expedition supplies, about the same size of pack he brought out into the first one. Um, does he keep the gauntlet on to do all this? Like, yeah. is it is it like fairly? Because um... you know, when I think of gauntlets, like something that's kind of hard to manipulate in, or is it more like a like a chainmail glove? Um, it, it does appear to be affecting his manual dexterity a little bit, like he probably wouldn't be able to write very well with it, but it does appear to be fairly well articulated on his hand. I should describe it a little better. Uh, it looks, like I said, it looks to be made of a rather light, elegant steel, and it goes to about the center of his forearm, and it's articulated along the joints, and actually makes very little noise as he moves it around, less than you'd expect for a gauntlet of that type. Okay, well, they'll keep an eye on him, or here. Sure. Anything you're looking for in particular? Um, something odd. I mean, like, his he's running on the idea that this weird glove is maybe to kill people? So, like, he doesn't know enough about, you know, center artifacts or whatever to have a better idea, so. Okay. All right, I'll jump over to Anne, who is uh, bringing the guy who died in the chair over to the as-of-yet-unnamed doctor. I thought he had a name, I just can't remember it. I know he's Usirin. Yeah, he is an Usirin. I don't believe I gave him a name, but I may be incorrect on that. Yeah, I might have confused him with somebody else who was introduced. You'll find out in a couple months when it comes up on the forum. Yep. Someone yell at me on the forum. Because I do not have anything written down. All right, then. So you uh, bring him along, and he uh, he helps you get them onto an autopsy table. Uh, what what's what happened here? Um, well, he was standing in front of De Marquis. De Marquis touched him, then he sat down and died. Uh, he what? Yeah, that is that is the thing I was trying to understand. I would like to understand this too. Yeah, so the body, it, it's still warm. There's no rigor mortis. I do not think he has even soiled himself yet. Mm. Uh, that is pleasant, at least. The stuff is... <laughs> oh, there it is now. Um, <laughs> no, this death this was um, 
very sudden. This man was standing, um, maybe not even fifteen minutes ago. And he was sit- he was sitting up after that. Yeah, he just stumbled aside and sat down. Peculiar, peculiar. I am wondering if it has something to do with the gauntlet. No, that is not the peculiar thing. Uh, look, look, it's look at his face. What, what's uh, up with his face? Give me some sort of diagnosis roll. Okay, I have that diagnosis skill. Uh, where's my character? There it is. All right, I have diagnosis ranked at two. Why do I have a D8 in my pile of D10s? Get out of there. Because they look too similar. Wow, that's a lot of ones. Okay. Um, that is a 23. 23. You notice what he notices. You've had him standing up and sitting up and ho- hoisting him over your shoulder. He's been mo- he's been mostly uh, sitting and standing erect since he died. Mm-hmm. But he still has all the color in his face. Bray, yeah, he just... He's dead, but he doesn't look dead. Right. It appears that the blood has not sunk down to his lower extremities yet. Right, yeah. he's He hasn't been dead for that long. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, this is curious. There is some... Um, he still he still looks alive, for all intents and purposes. Yes. Are his it's... eyes, like, still focused and stuff? No, nah, they've, they've sort of dilated out a little. Okay. This is concerning. I can keep him here, and maybe... I will do the autopsy once he looks a little bit more dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, take take notes on the uh, the progression of events. Yes. Sad times for this city already. Yeah. Do do so many expeditions come back with so few members? Sometimes you lose one, maybe two. That's what it takes to get the the chalk lines out. The chalk lines. Yes, the signs. Oh, okay. Sometimes you lose someone getting one of the signs, but never this many at once. Yeah, and I'm guessing there's not much treasure coming back normally. Every once in a while you get something. It's always been something practical, like yeah. like like uh, Alain's map copier. Map copier? Uh, you you actually saw him use it earlier before he went on his expedition. He where he passed a he passed a Cernet device over the top of a map, and then he could copy it onto other sheets of paper. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember that. So. But it's never really been the goal to bring back treasure. Our expedition is normally scheduled this frequently. There's going to be another one immediately. This is very different from protocol. Not that we have a codified system. Right, right. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on this fellow. Yeah, yeah. I may keep an eye on the other fellow. All right. Gonna jump back to battle. Sorry. And we'll go off and, I don't know, see a man about a marquee. Sure. <laughs> Gotta jump back, jump back to Valentine. As uh, you're sitting there sticking out like a sore thumb in your bright and mostly okay looking noble outfit. To be fair, I probably didn't weather the past uh, day very well. Not especially, but <laughs> it's still something. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he'll, he'll pop his collar up fashionably and such. He'll do what he can. Step one, pop the call. All right. And uh, the, the person that Francesca was following around, uh, one of actually one of the um, one of the Montaigne soldiers, or well, ex-soldiers now, that accosted you when you first came into the city, is walking by. <sighs> Things were never this bad until you showed up. Oh, what do you think that we went down into the depths and uh, ambushed your people while we were? No, I cannot make that claim, but you must be bad luck. No, we are the best luck you ever received down in this glorious tomb. Why are you even down here? That is a long story, but suffice to say, our party on the surface took a very unexpected turn. It must have. This is so strange. Alan... The Marquis doesn't do this. Does not do what? He doesn't... He's not this willful. He doesn't force his orders. He doesn't start up a second expedition immediately after a first failed one. He doesn't get all his men killed? Not usually. That's the only reason we follow him, is he has not gotten us killed. Keep it in mind. Some amount of spelunking experience ourselves... So what, are you coming on the expedition? Of course. I thought that's what we were here for. I don't know what you're here for. We're here for the expedition. Well, I'll be accompanying you at least. Wonderful. At least we can be assured of the safety of our town, then. You have a high opinion of me. You'll be in the catacombs. Ah, yes, in in the catacombs protecting the town. You're a forward thinker. What I'm thinking about is whether I should try and stop this. Let him talk. Let's see what case he makes. Uh, what's your name? Jean-Luc. Valentin Leveriste. <sighs> well. The last other... Who died was the last other survivor, right? No one else came back except him and the Marquis? What's that? The guy who just died was uh, the only other survivor, wasn't he? No, he was just uh, the he, guy. Yeah, Alan came back alone. Oh, he wasn't even on the expedition. No. Come a little closer, he'll whisper. He looks at you warily, but moves closer. Your Marquis killed a man since he got back to town. When? He shoved him, he fell into the chair, and died. The rest of my crew are looking into it now. Oh, no, no, no. Alan will never do that. But Alan would not do a lot of things. I know a man who would very much beg to differ if... I see. It's concerning. There must be something different. What I mean, you hear it sometimes, people who go down into ruins and come back different. Did he acquire anything? Any brands? Any... I don't know. I suppose we can't ask them, can we? The only survivor is the one man we can't trust. You know what I know. Was... So, did he have the glove before he went down? He did not. Okay. Well, 
the glove is new, no? No motion with his uh, chin. Yes, it is. It seems as likely a place to start as any. I would do yourself a favor and not confront him directly. Not yet. If it comes to it, my confrontation style is not direct. His hand drops instinctively to a pistol he keeps on his hip. Good to know. All the same, most people are not going to react kindly to you ambushing him. It depends on what happens down there. Valentine will pull out, or will lift his gun out of the holster enough to show him. That is a peculiar model. The large and stern woman in my crew, go talk to her when you get a chance. All right. It was engraved and uh, everything, wasn't it? And yeah, the gun is like, it's a fucking swag-ass gun. It's got, it's got engraving and like gold leaf and like a design into etched into the handle and whatever. Uh, this, I mean, no, those, those etchings have no tactical significance. <laughs> this this gun is swole AF. It's the yeah no it's it is designed to be a uh, a thing for nobility. They increase my confidence level. That's a tactical advantage. <laughs> I can't shoot somebody with a boring gun. <laughs> oh boy! All right. But yeah, that he'll. He'll kind of let Jean-Luc go about his business and just wait to see what the Marquis's selling. Yeah, in a manner of uh, about 15 minutes, everyone's got their expedition supplies ready. Including the deer. Well, yes, cause I assume so, considering you brought everything you own. You brought everything you brought into this sewer with you into the town. She also, by a matter of extension, did bring everything she owns. Uh, no, she... she's still got a. Uh, oh yeah, there's still a bar. There's still. The there's still no, a bar. No, she has so... bar. So. Oh, oh, no. here, oh, that's valuable down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she she just uh her the winter year in climbing stuff she got from the uh, Vestin is still on the ship. We still have a ship. Yeah, if it's not on yeah. fire. There's a hypothetical ship, maybe. <laughs> Strojinger ship. Oh yeah, I guess also Anne and Declan brought a few extra pounds of lead with them. Also, it has been established she did bring the compass. Pass. It took me a second to realize what you were talking about. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of a place where uh, Anne and Declan might have acquired some extra metal at high speeds? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bandwidth on this metal transfer is amazing. All right. Yep, everyone gets their uh, everyone gets their stuff together, and they are organized. There's about let's see, it's not that big a settlement. So I'll say of the people who were not required to keep the town running, there's about you guys, the Marquis, and about eight others, including Jean Luc. Before that, can um, I go ahead and try and find someone else with a strong scave strand and maybe pull them? Um. Besides Jean, what are you hoping to accomplish here? <laughs> Unruliness. Yes, that's what we want on going into this. I don't like him. Everybody... I don't. And and everybody's like, I'm going to follow this guy who has a death touch glove. That, that's yeah, disconcerting. the guy who's been living th- here forever. <laughs> uh, well, keep pushing the buttons, break everything. All right, so uh, 
generally speaking, everyone's everyone's obedience to him is sitting at about a three, except for uh, except for the Usarin doctor who is staying behind, who is also sitting at about a six. Okay. Does anybody look particularly like enigmatic or like they could cause change? Enigmatic, huh? Yeah, that's the word I'm going to use. And, yeah, and, and, let's start a mutiny on this expedition. This will go well for everyone. Yeah, it is. Um, let's see. Enigmatic. Sure. Give me a wits plus keen senses roll. Okay. Twenty-four. You fail to detect excess enigma. I'll pick someone with a big gun then, or a large weapon in general. All right, most of them, most of them are carrying basically knives and like like dirks and short swords. But uh, one of there is one the Castilian soldier I mentioned earlier. He does have a musket with him. Okay. Any older men that look like they maybe hold some clout? Uh, besides the doctor, not really. All right, cool. We'll go for the Castilian then. Okay. I'm gonna try to bring him down to a one. Is one the minimum? Yes. Is one meaningfully different from having no strand? I don't. I can't destroy strands. Okay. I have to be a master to destroy strands. So one is. I didn't know. I didn't know if one was just like. It's the zero. minimum. No, it's the yeah. minimum you could have with a strand. I cannot. But get... you still have the strand. Yes. Gotcha. When, when I'm a master, I roll a TN of forty to destroy strands. Right. Fifty. What's your I roll? Can, I can create strands too. Uh, math is a thing I should be doing. 25. 25. I was hitting a uh, 20, so... Yeah, yep, that does it. Okay, cool. Castilian is, like, lowest end of, uh, support. Okay. I, I assume that... Well, I mean, figuring that he doesn't do anything else odd, um, before he goes to leave, you know, Declan will kind of scurry away from the shanty. Yep. All right. Sorry, were you in the yep. scene? Uh, I was going to say, like, um, Captain, are you sure we ought to let this whole thing happen? I don't know. To be fair, I'm not sure we have the power to stop it. We have two people with pistols and a whole lot else besides. I'm I'm not really sure. If, if it's the glove you're afraid of, like I said, we've got two fairly decent pistoliers, as it were. It's not just the glove. We are in their home. We can't simply show up and take command. Just saying, the man goes down with two men, uh, no glove, comes back, zero men, plus glove, uh, wants to go all the way back down again. He's going to get all these people fucking killed. Did he come down with the glove, or did he always, out of character, did he always have that? No, he did not have the glove. Yes, the the glove is new. Good point, though. Uh, What's the name of the marquee? Alain. Alain. Alain Levant. Is he uh, nearby? Uh, yeah. As everyone p- puts their supplies back together, they come meet in the center of the town, and he's there. Uh, Monsieur Devant. Marquis. Marquis. My crew and I have extensive experience with ruins and spelunking and that sort of thing. I dare say if you take us... Everyone else would merely slow us down. This this mission 
requires as many hands as possible. And if you plan to be moving quickly, you'll be losing your head fairly quick. What is the mission? We are to return down. To what end? The same thing we have always done. To discover. Most of these people seem more interested in surviving than discovering. Do you think we live a good life off of the rats and groundwater? If, if I may, um, your usual method of discovery involves, uh, what, about three, four people? Like the last expedition you just took down, right? It was an unfortunate mistake. Well, I'm just wondering with a sudden change of uh, expedition size. There is more to explore than I've ever seen before. Uh, and... That's fair. Like you said, we're experienced at this. Um, how uh, how they how they die? The other two. Unfortunately, they uh, they were struck down by the traps. Uh, like odd string that ain't there, uh, or or. Uh... They'll just rattle off the uh, the traps from the uh... leg crushing thing. He looks at you, somewhat curious. Hmm. Things like that. And you're in luck. I don't know if there any of those odd stones down there. Oh yes, it is a uh, it is a ruin of gemstones. We have with us one of the foremost experts in trap creation and disassembly in all the continent. Do you now? We do. Anne Holmvik. You could look up her references at the university if you were willing to wait a little while. I'm sure. What does she know of traps? Everything. It's a powerful claim to be made. But... I will not ignore the chance to have more people come along. And he'll, he'll kind of watch the glove. What's the guy doing with his hand? Uh, he appears to be sort of clenching and unfurling it as if he's getting used to its weight. Uh, it'd be worth mentioning also, she's a, an expert in Cerneth artifacts. She could help you understand your quite magnificent-looking find. I see. In fact, I dare say that may be a more worthwhile endeavor at the moment. You've already uh, seemed to have acquired so much. The expedition continues. Very well. You are the captain here. He'll walk away. Is anyone else who'd like to talk to him or anyone else before the expedition gets off? Or to each other? Because you can do that. Nah, Declan's got as much out of him as as he could. Yeah. Valentine will go to Francesca. He's just gonna look at him. So you have to forgive my ignorance of your discipline, but if the glove was controlling him, would I know? Yes. Sadly not. I see connections between people, not people and things. So That's... if you were to see the connection it'd be very bad, you know? Say that again, you blipped out. If you were to examine the connection and register something, that would be a very, very bad sign, would it? I, I've i never heard of souls and or people being in items, but I would thoroughly be surprised and concerned. 
he's going to get them killed. Probably. That said, the uh, charming young Montaigne soldier over there no longer has his uh, undying um, what's the word I want? Authority to, uh, connection to Alain. Was that your doing, or did he come to it himself? All men come to their own decisions. Just sometimes the threads happen to unravel. She's gonna smile at him. See what else you can unravel. Uh, the Castilian. Everyone else is about the same, but he has the largest gun. I figured I got him to the lowest level I can do. Wise decision. I like to think I make them every once in a while. Well, let me know if anything changes. Of course. The doctor, he has a strong allegiance, but everyone else, it's fairly minimal at the moment. Only a third of what it could be. All right, he'll he'll go to find Anne if uh, if Francesca's finished talking. Yeah. Um, yes. I suppose you know about the glove by now. Yeah, yeah. I took the um, the man to the surgeon, and he was as puzzled as I was. Do you have any idea what it could be made of? What it could be doing? Um, he seems like a different man than he was. Yeah, I I do not know the um. I do not know much about uh, any effects like this. It's more something for the Explorer Society. But the man who was touched, he looked alive in almost every way. He merely wasn't? Yeah, he the, the color was still in his face even. The surgeon's keeping an eye on him. He'll see, he'll, he'll do and he'll take notes on how he's doing and Take an autopsy when it looks more like he has died. If it comes down to it, Nadir is the best with the sword, but be ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rather no one be near him if at all possible. Right. I will try to keep people away. I do not have any. I do not have any way to uh, operate my weapons anymore aside from us clubs I used everything taking on the assassins and the uh, inquisition oh well he'll hand hand her his uh, pistol and his spare shot oh does he also have a powder flask Uh, probably a small one I don't imagine much more than one reload sure yeah Kazan threw out her like hundred reloads making a bomb Uh, uh, don't you Thank you. Say, uh, with only one exception, it's been the best gift I've ever received. Might I ask what uh, tops it? He motions to the puzzle blade. Ah, yeah. Oh, that was a gift. I did not know. Yes, it was. I was not certain if it was a uh, um, an acquisition. It was complicated. I see. I did not detract from the quality and appreciation i have for your gift right right of course oh it's just what i could do in the time i had while we were waiting for other things to come up 
an incidentally, I may have claimed you were an expert in both traps and Cerneth artifacts. Just so you know. Wait, I have what? complete faith in you. Um, I will do my best, Captain. Very good. And he'll he'll go back to the... I don't know if he's going to talk with anybody else unless someone talks to him right now. All right. The expedition is beginning to assemble at the uh, the entrance to... Well, the exit to the city. The one that has a a slope downwards deeper into the underground. It's dark, but the torches that everyone's carrying are beginning to illuminate a thin scrap of orange piercing into the black. Everyone waits for uh, Alan to say something, but he just turns around without a word and starts walking down into the cave. And everyone follows, the eight of them and the five of you. Yeah. Uh, Valentine will probably be close to the front. Yeah. Behind the marquee. And uh, Anne, uh, Alan beckons for you to come up with him. Sure, yeah. You have a job. All right, I am trusting you. Yeah. You you will help keep my men alive. Indeed. Um, just listen to my instructions and everything will be okay. All right. I'm a Carthage River. Ford or... Or... <laughs> cock the wagon. Always cock the wagon. Never cock the wagon. <laughs> Everyone died. The, the thing tips over. This is all your fault. Oh. They died because of you. Also, uh, when, uh, given our previous experience with Cernith Ruins, uh, before we went down and made sure she had a stick, just in case we run into more invisible wires that slice through everything. Yeah, Francesca's grabbed some makeshift staff from the camp before heading down. Sure. Yeah, you can just sort of pull a stick off something. Sure. And she's just kind of like, yeah, she's doing what she thinks is trap finding. Okay. Which is being which is being slow and prodding things that look like traps. Alright. Luckily enough, Alan knows the traps in the first stretch of the uh in the first she's stretch also going, of everything. Yeah, she'll she'll pay attention to any trap he points out and kind of try to memor try, try to try to memorize it just in case that you know there's a repeating motif in this place. Alright. Are there any cool gems in the wall that we could picking be picking out with knives? They've probably uh, already yet. been picked at this point. As you walk for, as you walk down into the deep in the dark, um, at one point Alan stops all of you and tells you to get to the sides of the hallway. And he steps on a pressure plate in the middle of the hallway, and a dart rushes past him, stick sticking into the ramp about twenty feet back. I am surprised it still works after all these years. I want to know how it reloads. <laughs> Like, this is how you know you have a bunch of scientists on the team. It's not, oh, that was close. It's, I wonder if it does it at every time. You don't need to be a scientist to go, where the, Where does it give you fucking darts from? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, does the, where does the boulder come from? What happens if the bolt, like, how to get it up well, there? This is obviously a thing he knows to do, so it does the darts, but how does it repeatedly do it? That's what does I want to know. Does it do that every time? How did they feed the snakes in the temple? They, they would. Yeah. Alan shrugs. <laughs> it was engaged when we came through the first time, disengaged when we came back, and I noticed it was engaged again this way. 
I see. Is there like an obvious like hole where the dart shoots out of? It's not obvious, but you can see a small hole on the the corner that you're coming up on. All right. Fortunately, I have all this chalk. <laughs> all the chalk that I didn't grind into a fine powder to pour over uh, garret wires. To be fair, they use chalk to make the markings, so we probably do have chalk. Yeah, it's not like chalk's a rare element. <laughs> yeah, so we'll yeah. mark. We'll be marking things, and I guess, and we'll also see if there's any like, is it just a hole or is it like have anything on it? Is there like a signature of the trap maker? No. Okay. I didn't think there would be, but it never hurts yeah. to ask. A couple, a couple traps later. Um, fairly standard things. Uh, trap doors into spike pits and things of that nature. You, um, you come to another spot where there's clearly a splotch of blood on the ground. This one has been clearly marked with chalk. One of the one of the chalk signs you guys saw earlier with the sign for trap on it. Alan looks at you. You mentioned invisible wires. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she'll take, um, yeah, she'll take one of the, uh, one of the things of chalk and kind of grind it up and start kind of sprinkling it out. Yep. And you've gone through this, you've gone through this rigmarole before. What, what was the, uh, civilization that made these again? The Dome. The uh, tiny, uh, uh, gnomes. It's a, uh, classic Dome trap. They were, uh, ex- foremost experts in, uh, metallurgy. And they had a, uh, there's a stone. There's a, st- uh, are, are there Domey stones in the wall? Uh, not at the moment. Um, None does of not appear to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, we weren't expecting any of them. There is a, there's a stone. Um, I'll keep an eye out for it, but it's, uh, this material, it's, uh, it's cast some sort of radiation. The stones will pick it up, and if you have a stone, it will glow when it gets close to this. He looks at you for a moment, nods approvingly, and then keeps walking. You get the feeling that he was testing you somehow. Yeah, I imagine so, since Valentine talked her up as the foremost trap expert. In all of Thea. <laughs> and also an expert on certain artifacts. So as long as we keep running into the artifacts that I've already encountered... I mean, if we run into a room that's like a fucking, like, prismograph, I got that shit on lock. He, uh, he comes to, you all come to this, this large circular standing stone almost. It's intricately carved, and it has a large circular almost button forged in the middle of it. He calls out to the rest of you. Beyond this door is the farthest we made. Not far beyond this is uncharted territory. Take care. I see. And we'll look back to Nadir to see if she's, like, charting a map. She's a cartographer, right? Yeah, she had that skill. Yeah. Get get Itri and Odyssey in this bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I guess if she gives given a parchment and sufficient lighting, she can make a map. Yeah, there's enough of that running around. Yeah, and you, you managed to make a pretty good map without any sort of roll. I mean, it's easy to do it when it's like, a, you know, you have a compass and it's not the sea. And you can just count your steps. Yeah. Or the tiles in the wall. Mm-hmm. Alan mm-hmm. 
solemnly presses a button, uh, presses the button in the standing stone, and it slowly rolls away on a track, opening up into a huge underground chasm. Oh. Do, 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 do. It has to be, <laughs> yeah. It it has to be something like a hundred feet deep from the surface, and you are pretty sure it reaches the surface from the top. There's just a little hint of dusk light coming into the uh, into the chamber. Um, would it be like can I can I try and understand what caused this to be made with like a natural philosophy roll? Cause what to be made? This cavern. Like, is this a thing that would normally occur here? Uh, give me a second. <laughs> okay. Inside the chasm is what can only be described as an ancient city that looks shockingly like the inhuman architecture from the uh, from the city above. As near as you can assume, these are probably d- dome buildings. They're made out of rough-hewn stone, but in very elegant shapes. And there's uh, gemstones dotting the surfaces of all of the buildings. From the opening where you're standing, there is a long set of stairs that curl along the outside wall of the chasm down towards the ground floor. Okay, so now, now you want a natural philosophy roll? Yeah, if this like if this place, I mean, even if there's a city in here, just like did somebody carve this entire place out? Is this the fucking Bat Cave or? Um. Yeah, you can give me that natural philosophy roll. Sure. Or, or geology, if you. That, that's. Part I don't know. I don't. Philosophy, yeah. actually. I think it's part of natural philosophy. It encompasses a lot of things, including physics and chemistry. There might yeah. be a geology knack. I can't remember now. Natural philosophy works fine. All right. That's of course. Um. Okay. Um. And when I'm crippled, dice don't explode, right? Uh. Correct. You're starting to feel a little bleary from your wounds. Sure. Uh, all right. So that's a 29. 29. As near as you can tell, you are sitting inside a massive sandstone chamber. And as you scrape at the walls, you see there's a bit of limestone residue on them, which implies that uh, this is more or less a natural kind of cave system. But the way it's been melted out has been engineered. It seems it seems as though um, the base sandstone shell is just naturally occurring. But whoever built these buildings brought enough acid or rain or whatever it took to dissolve the limestone inside. Okay, so they actually it was eroded out, but they controlled the way the the means of erosion. Right. And kind of like looks at this and has has a has like a moment of like I don't know second opinion on the Explorer Society because this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, there's these elegant spires that remind you of what you've seen in books of the uh, the Crescent Empire architecture. Nadire, it gives you half of a feeling of home, but there's something wrong about that feeling. Like home is above ground. More like, you know, it's like it's, it is very similar, but something's off about it. Right. You say there are enormous... Architecture. Would you say that there are enormous cyclopean doors adorning the center of each building with, uh... Why are you trying to get me to say that? (laughs) With utterly malignant window shutters. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm this sorry, is... just the, the way you describe this ancient city, it just keeps reminding me of At the Mountains of Madness. And there's like <laughs> 10 pages where uh, Lovecraft just goes on about how terrifying these houses are and how terrifying <laughs> their window shutters are. <laughs> the spooky, spooky <laughs> doors and the spooky, spooky window shutters. <laughs> All right. Um, and I guess we'll uh, descend. Yep. You said there's like a big like staircase that goes around the outside. Yeah, it's more like a ramp than a staircase, but it does appear to have uh, footholds of a sort etched into them. Sure. We'll do we'll we'll keep load testing everything. And yeah. a pretty good way to load test something. If right. it holds one and it can hold two regular people. So what's your method? Um, mainly, uh, we'll start by, we'll, 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 so part one is, uh, poking with the science stick. Make sure, especially if we know, especially if there's anything like cracks or anything like that, um, poke it and see how much it moves, uh, which hopefully should not be at all. Um, but these are like, you know, ancient. So the supports might be failing and that kind of stuff. So test that, then, you know, keep, uh, keep moving. Um, keeping an eye out for any structural faults and uh, always keeping the science stick ahead and making sure that it doesn't just randomly lose bits. All right. Give me a witch check with two free raises. Cool. Uh, okay. So two free raises is basically just plus 10. Yep. Okay. So that is a 28. 28. All right. I made it for that one I rolled. You are walking along down the staircase, and it seems remarkably sturdy, actually. But as as you reach the about the halfway point, there appears to be you you happen to notice that a couple of the buildings are sort of facing in this direction, and if you draw if you draw a line between them, they come to a point right in front of you. So all the buildings are focused on a point that we are now approaching. About three or four of them, yeah. Hmm. Um, does anyone have a spyglass? Doesn't uh, Valentine have a spyglass? I don't know if no. he brought it. He's no, probably on the ship. You know who has a goddamn spyglass? Where the hell is our lookout? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the deer came on. He, she, he might be in here somewhere. What? <laughs> Where are you, Juan? <laughs> he's he's probably fine. But no, I don't I don't carry a spyglass. If anybody, Anne would probably be the one who would of our crew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have one in my inventory though. I have lots of glassware, but that's on the ship. Yeah. Do you have the eye, the the, the lens, lens of truth? truth. Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, I pack that into my dress, into my fancy dress with my. You turned it into a I, big monocle. Hey, I gave you pockets. Yeah, sure. I have the lens of truth in there for, for just in just in case we run into another room exactly like the lighthouse. <laughs> we might. Who knows? Also, is there anything? Is there any obvious marking at the point where it appears that the buildings are like the the focal points from the buildings are converging? Um, how are you examining it? Using my eyes, like uh, your, look at your eyes retrieve no information. It appears to just be more staircase. Okay, um, so we know that this is a thing here. There's no obvious cracks. Um, what about waving the science stick around, prodding it with that? All right, you're prodding around with the science stick? Yeah. You know the technical All right. term. 
Um, you notice something familiar happening as you um, as you put the stick against the wall in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tip of it sinks a little bit into the uh, into the wall while providing no resistance for about three millimeters. Oh, it's one of these. Uh, uh, this is. Uh, um, I'll push it in further. It pushes in no further on the wall. Okay. Um, Although as you move as you move it around, it appears I'll that kind of, it's, yeah, it's, I'll trace a pattern, see where I get resistance. As you move it around, it, it feels as though the wall is a lot rougher than it appears by your eyes. Hmm. Um. All right. We'll take the risk. Uh. So what what kind of shape is this? Like it does it does it if I trace the outline is it like a square or is it like just a thing? It feels more like a crater. Oh, it, okay. it feels as though there has been a large part of the wall ablated out. All right, yeah, chill. I'm guessing everybody stopped as they noticed Anne's like poking the wall a bunch of times. Seems like it. This is a this a dome illusion. Um, there's, uh, this looks like wall, but there's no wall here. And she'll kind of like wrap on it with the stick a couple of times. There's, um, a crevice, uh, something has been eating away at this wall. And, um, this is also, she'll kind of point to the, the buildings. There's a bunch of buildings here to, to appear to converge on this point. And I'm not sure for what reason, but I have heard Tales of uh, old engineers who have created devices that reflect heat and light and concentrate them into a point. And a certain, uh, and there, there's no obvious triggers on this. It's just, it's just here. Yep. Uh, okay. We'll do. And, and by the way, as you poke around, uh, some some of the staircases missing on the ground. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, okay. So, also, there's an illusion of staircase. Yes, the the whole thing appears to be projected somehow on the area. All right. Um, it does it seem to be like carved out in like a circular manner, or is it just like it's just eroded somehow? The second one. Okay. Um, she'll reach into her bullet bag and just throw a bullet across the gap and see if anything happens. Um, about four feet forward, it tacks against what appears to be a continuation of the staircase. Hmm. Well, it appears nothing seems to be triggering it. This may be in a trap that is, has since disarmed itself. Alain comes up and nods. Uh, this is the trap that killed my expedition mates. Did you see how it happened? He looks down at the ground about 50 feet below and there's uh he beckons you over and there are two bodies on the ground oh so there's no staircase under this is what's right yes it is missing i didn't realize it went that far down okay very well done um and we'll kind of like poke ahead to see where this you said the staircase resumes about four feet ahead yeah um we need to construct a uh a means to cross this gap Unless everybody is certain they can make a leap of four feet. We will send a, we will hold a rope across it. Everyone can use it as a guide. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good plan. And it's at this point, um, Francesca. Yes. 
From behind you, a red line lashes out and connects with uh, Alain. I look behind to see where it starts. And it starts to grow in thickness. It's not to me, uh, is it? It's not my Castilian. curse. Okay. Okay. She's going to get no, out of the... No, it goes to Elaine. Yeah. No, uh, you mentioned Elaine, Elaine. But, but you didn't mention where it came from yet. And I wasn't sure if you were trying to hint that, oh, Elaine's just going to hate me right now because of my curse. But no, it's the Castilian. Cool. Um, She's going to move over to Valentine and whisper, the Castilian. And like, no. And try to show him that this... This isn't good. That it's not going to end well for a moment. Well, maybe probably longer than a moment. They right. Still messing with the Castilian. What's of him? He does not like him right now, and it's getting worse. The Castilian man walks forward. Elaine looks back. Ah, oh, hello, Marco. How may I? And Marco sends a punch across his jaw, and he just starts shouting, "What the fuck!" You were going to leave this trap until she found it as a test? What if one of us had been walking ahead? At this point, he's reaching back for the muskets. Um, don't, yeah, don't, this is, this is not the time for that. Are you going to, is anyone going to physically stop him? Yeah, why not? I'm big. (laughs) Sure. Literally, you have the advantage. Yeah. I also did take a bunch of musket fire, so I'm not the best at it, but I don't know. I can stop him. Sure. Uh, no roll required. Um, you, you at the very least stop him from pulling the musket off. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing he's got it, like, on a sling behind his back or whatever. Yeah. This is, this is not the time for this. If he is going to continue endangering our lives, it is exactly the time for this. He and I are the ones in the lead. So long as you stay behind him, you shall be fine. What about you, then? He would have let you walk off that ledge. Well, then, I would have been a very bad trap expert, wouldn't I? He would have let you die as a test? This isn't the Alain I know. To be honest, if someone is... If someone is... You're relying on someone to tell you about traps and... It means your life and death. It is not Elaine. Well then, who is it? This man is the same as all of the Montaigne generals that tried to end me and my comrade's life. I thought you were different. Francesca, it's starting to become clear why the red line was strengthened so quickly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not particularly surprised, but she'll just whisper to... Valentine, if it isn't obvious, the uh, the uh, Montaigne Castilian War, obviously. Of course, I'm sure. I'm sure he is aware. Yes, <laughs> but but as to, like, it, it well, was yes. a war that was started on his homeland. Well, no, I yep. mean to be like why it suddenly got so strong. No, that, that was he, a, he can't a see that it got strong. To blow. Well, I know she's going. Yeah. Well, she's going to tell him that it got it got it was very thin, and then it got strong very very quickly, and that is obviously why. He'll, he'll go up to the to Marco. Was it his name? Yeah. yeah. Speak quietly in his ear. See if you can get others back. What did you say, Kevin? Yeah. He's with- See if you can go back. Get the others to go back. Only one way that story ends. You and the others were not here. 
here to see it. Maybe I will. And instantly, have you ever considered a life at sea? We're just always hiring. Under a Montane captain, it would take a while to convince me. By the Montane government. We can talk about this later. So is anyone restraining him or just holding on to his musket? Um, Anne may be restraining him as... Anne's probably restraining him as much as she can. I don't actually have grappling, so... Sure. He's not really struggling that hard against you. He's just also standing in between the two. Yeah. Uh, Definitely uh, looking at the marquee, like, waiting for an answer. He's looking mad. Angry. Not crazy. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, because, yeah, those are two. Um... To say. Um, Alain, he puts his ungauntleted hand on your shoulder. Uh, would you allow me to speak to my man, please? Uh, who is that to? You said Alain. Shoulder. On uh, Nadira's shoulder. Yep, sure. He'll step aside. Meanwhile, Marco turns back to the crowd and says, Do not follow this man. We are going back to Petit Cherus, me and anyone who thinks this is insane. Yeah, what, um, I had asked before, but I had not heard anything. What is the purpose of this expedition? Why do we need so many hands? As I said, there is more to explore than we've ever had before. So we need more explorers than ever before. I see. He looks down at his hands. Alain does. And in a fraction of a second, he places the gauntlet against uh, Marco's chest. I do not tolerate insubordination. And he's going to get punched in the back of the head. <laughs> All right, roll me an attack. Yes, add, add your flat, add, add the AC penalty for flat-footed. That's, that's not a thing, is it? Like, I mean, no, it's not. There, there's like, I think I'm you... saying, like, there's nothing uh, comparable. No. Uh, well, he doesn't get to make an act of defense. Not that he was planning to, really. Uh, 31? Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> um... Should I roll damage, or, or... I mean, you you hit him, roll damage. Okay, no, just so, sometimes if it's like... I mean, I guess this guy isn't really, like, an extra type, but, you know. Uh, no, nah, he is not a brute. You can tell this because he has a name and, like, a description. Uh, 16. 16. All right. Cool. All right. He takes a serious hit to the back of the head and swings around, barely missing you with the gauntlets. It doesn't look like he was trying to hit you with it. It was more of a reflex. Also, how's Marco doing now that he's been touched? Uh, Marco falls limp against the sling that's attached to the musket you're holding. Uh, I'll check his yeah, pulse. Run over and check on Marco. Does the does the hate shred instantly dissolve between them? I mean, that's um, a good way to the, check if he's alive. You can sort of see the afterimage of the threads hanging in the air. Okay. The, what happens with threads on death is a little bit questionable. Sometimes, like, sometimes threads of hatred will remain between people as long as those feelings reside with them. It's not an exact science. Well, yeah, because it's magic. Mm-hmm. It's not exact magic either. <laughs> <laughs> he's not stabbing at him from hell's heart. All right, he looks at you all, 
says, ungrateful. <sighs> Fine. And he leaps the, uh, the chasm across the stairs and begins to bolt into the city. Okay, then. Good thing we all took leaping. Hey, I took leaping. I did, too. I t- uh, me, too. You never know when you're going to need to go on another rooftop chase. All right, here's an important question. Are you going to bring the people of Petit Charus with you? Maybe Jean-Luc. I don't see any reason for anybody else to go. Yeah, they're just going to get touched and die. Or, you know, hit a trap and die. Or die in a whole host of ways. (laughs) (laughs) Only people with names and no one with helmets. Nadir's kind of confused because she kind of missed out on the whole death love thing. She's busy preparing to leave and then... (laughs) Wait, what? Someone grab his power glove. Oh, so sorry. I assume someone had told her at this point. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That that glove kills people. Didn't you know? <laughs> so we do. I have I have confirmation there. The, the, a, a, a two for two combina- confirmation here that the glove does in fact kill people when it touches them. Yeah. I also I also love that your stealth ex your your expert on sneak attacks is unarmed. Well, yeah, and he's also huge. Yeah, it's just funny. I mean, I... You don't have to call it. He's not unarmed when he's packing these guns. <laughs> All right. But and... Literally, like, he hurts as much as a fencing sword. He does 5k2 for unarmed yeah. attacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you do, honestly, when you do an uppercut, you do as much damage as a gun. Cha-ching. Or you're, right. yeah, you're, 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 you do one less keep than a musket. All right. So he is... Bolton. Anyone who wants to make the jump carefully makes it automatically. Anyone who uh, wants to be hot on his tail makes me a roll. All right. And we'll probably do it carefully. And also is uh, taking the guy's musket um, and telling everybody to get telling everybody from Petit Charus, who I guess is not being talked to by Declan. They should head back and take uh, take Marco with them. Mm hmm. A number of them have already begun hoisting his arms up on their shoulders. Declan's going to make the jump, uh, not carefully. All right, make me a leaping roll. All right, what's the difference between carefully and not carefully? Whether you make Careful. a roll or not. Carefully right, means you automatically carefully. succeed. Yeah. But if you take the roll, you're quicker and you're more on his heels. Yeah. I'd be inclined uh, to try and make the 16 roll. crosses fingers? I mean, it's uh, only four 16. foot. Well, I, I guess I'm saying it's only a four foot gap. Have you ever tried jumping four feet, Matt? No, but I'm also not a swashbuckling hero. Four feet's not... I mean, like, anybody can jump four feet. It's just a matter of... a running start. Can, uh, I mean, even without a running start, most people would jump four feet. It's just having the confidence to actually jump over an abyss. That and the fact that you can't <laughs> physically see where the uh, where the place ends. But uh, 16 was not quite enough to make the roll, but it's not enough to fall either. So you sort of trip That's up a little bit on the other ledge and hoist yourself up at about about the same speed as the people going carefully. And then <laughs> this is finesse and plus leaping. Yeah, that'll do. Ron plus leaping or finesse plus leaping. Both work. Depending on how much Prince of Persia wall running you're doing. Uh, 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 <laughs> That's, act- That's actually also a problem considering the wall's shape. Uh, if I miss my leap, would I use balance to recover? Depends on how badly you're failing it by. Also, you're not just using your grappling hook gun. 
So get over I'm... the four foot gap? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if there is anything I could grapple to. <laughs> I made it. Wind, 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 wind. I mean, wind. I mean he, he, he could use that if he fails this. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Let's. I mean, ideally, we can poke your back straight up with one of our sticks. Three. Three? Three. Three? <laughs> well, you got a gla- grappling hook. Is there a critical failure in this game? There is in this case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I better use a drama die, huh? <laughs> How did you roll three? I had two I... dice, and I rolled a two and a one. <laughs> God. Uh, nine now. Okay. Alright, here's what happens. You miss, you fall. I'll come back to you in a second. The drama die helped. I will say that much. <laughs> That's You're good now to know. falling more dramatically. <laughs> Alright. So, let's see. Nadire is over. You, you made the roll, Nadire? Yeah. Successfully. Francesca, you're going carefully? Well, yeah, because I don't have leaping. But can I, like, run over and, like, throw the staff over to try to give Valentine something to hang on to? I That's... think he's falling too fast. Uh, you, you're going carefully, and he did not. I meant from the so, other side, but... So, I mean... Okay. You all, you all, everyone who wasn't going carefully started running before the people who were. Okay, valid. Um, yeah, carefully. I don't have leaping. Alright, uh, you, you start sprinting after them, giving yourself a careful head start, and you see Valentine fall down the chasm before you, and you jump past where he fell. It wasn't your fault, Valentine. You, you got, you, you tripped up on a loose flagstone at the end of the pit. Also, is it my imagination, or is this Valentine, like, always wear, like, a big, like, flowing cape or something? Where's oh, a hat coat. now? Flowing coat. Yeah, flowing overcoat. I just imagine he jumps and his coat gets caught on something. (laughs) (laughs) No. My fashion defeats me again. This is how I was meant to go. (laughs) In the name of fashion. No case. Are you saying that hole was meant for you? You made me sad thinking about Strato Girl. All right. So, yeah, uh, all of you make it over. Nadire, you are the only one hot on his heels. The rest of you are um, about ten feet back as you're peeling off into the distance. That's fine. We just have to keep up with Nadire. Yeah. Um, Good. Captain? Uh, Are you stopping? Do you think it'll help to stop? I want to at least see what happens as he dies in a squish. <laughs> so you want to watch him die? Not particularly. Yeah, I, I have well, a yes. question regarding the captain's current position <laughs> yes. and the future of the stairs. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Declan can make some kind of diving leap, leap and at least like push him and hopefully himself over to like where stairs are, since it's like a spiral staircase kind of thing, right? Except a ramp. Um, there's. It's along. It's alongside the outside of the chasm, so it isn't so much a spiral staircase as a wall staircase. It's a very large chasm. So, no, I know, but it's a, it, the spiral goes along the wall, is what I'm saying. Yeah, a very, very long way. So he, what do you think, where you think about? He's trying to leap from like, his point. Leap, hit, hit the captain in the middle, and then land on the other side. Um, Lower down. 
At this point, what I'll offer is that you can fall instead of him. Yeah, I don't That's accept fine. that. I have break fall. Come on, I want to use it. He's got a grappling gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally the best person who could fall. Uh, I guess that's fair. Well, how long is it till he, like, do we, can I even see the ground? We saw the ground where the other two guys fell. Uh, you're about 50 feet up. Okay. Uh, shit. See, I, I know he's got a grappling hook, but this is something fucking Declan would do. Uh, he's, he's got it. He's got to give it a shot. All right. Are you going to resist somehow, Captain? How can I? I mean, if I can make him stay up, I will, but... Use Porta to catch him? Uh, no, I guess if he's coming down for me, then uh, I'm gonna fire the grappling gun, try to fire the grappling gun up somewhere. Save you both? At this point, the the situation's gotten confused, so I'm going to to say what's actually happening in physical terms. (laughs) Yeah. Captain, Captain, you slip a bit as you, uh, as you jump across... And you land with the tips of your toes on the other side, but oh, it's, okay. it's it's not enough to uh, it's it's not enough to keep you upright and not enough to get you onto the other side. As you're falling backwards, you see Declan trying to come and push you, and you know that it'll uh, if he pushes you, he won't have the momentum to cross. Well, if I'm standing on my tiptoes, if I just straighten my body out, I shouldn't be able to fall. It's like recessed backwards because it's eroded out in a circle. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. It's not a totally flat surface. So do you resist it or do you not? Uh, yeah, I'll, uh... Pick a roll that I'll makes st- sense. I'll start pulling out the, uh, sword if possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now we both die. You can resist the push <laughs> with a sword? <laughs> Pulling the sword out to use the grappling gun. All right. Let's see. Make me some sort of roll. Declan, make me some sort of roll to push him up at the expense of you. Is the grappling gun part of the sword? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought they were two different things. No, it's inside the sword. It's a secret, like, thing. The hilt. Gotcha. Right. Puzzle blade. (laughs) Right. I've got one of the special puzzle blades. It's not only... Like, the three levels of Puzzle Blade are first, this is a good sword, the next one has a clockwork contraption, the next one has Porte Magic. Right. Uh, um, 18 uh, for the Grapple Gun Fire. Uh, 23 for either Leaping or... Um, I'd roll two more dice for Climbing, but probably not Climbing. Leaping is probably what makes sense. So. All right. Sorry, Captain. He successfully pushes you up onto the ledge. Uh, can Anne try and dive to get Declan? <laughs> no, don't, you cannot. Don't do this again. <laughs> you cannot because you took the time to jump carefully. Okay, so I'm still on the opposite side of the ravine watching this happen. Yes, you 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 are building up your head start. Okay, I figured that's why because I, I I feel like I need to because loyalty arcana. <laughs> I'm not making a damn like quadruple layered self sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> also, this would be a, re- a repeat of the thing that happened last game. <laughs> I'm Spartacus! <laughs> Alright, uh, Declan, you begin to fall. So, Francesca, instead, you see Declan fall. Can I, I, re- can, I, I, can, I, and I can't make the running jump no. to push him over with me. I'm, I'm way too down at this point. I think. Well, yeah, and you're also way yeah. heavier than me. 
Yeah, he's no, like no, four no, Francescas. No one who jumped carefully may save someone who did not jump carefully. I would jump not carefully, except that I would be as bad as the captain at rolling, jumping not carefully. Alright, everyone makes it across except Declan. I'll get back to Declan in a second. How much does Declan weigh? A lot. I'm just curious. He's large. I know More that. than the spiders can carry. Dear... I don't have the 250-pound cider spider silk rope with me anyway, but I was curious how many Francesca's he is. Wait, that was 250 pounds? They hold Carries two... up to 250 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's that's the load limit, not the weight of the rope. <laughs> no. Say, how much rope do you have? No, it's spider silk that holds 250 pounds, but I did okay. not bring that's, it. That's its tensile strength or whatever. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. but I did not bring it. But no, I was just curious how many Francesca's Declan actually is. Yeah, probably, probably two. Yeah, she's one twenty. Two to three. She's Declan, two a little bit. You are ordered to survive. I don't think that works anymore. <laughs> it's fine. He's, he's, got gonna, break, he's got breakfall, folks. Uh, uh, there are probably limits to that. Uh, Declan, open up the player's guide. So turn to the character creation section. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you. Uh, Nadira is hot on Alain's heels, about mm, six, seven feet behind him. The rest of you are about 15. What do we do to catch up? So, let's see. It'll be a sprinting roll. All right. You'll get to make one on the steps, and I'll determine how uh, close you get to him. I actually have that. Is What... what uh... Knack are you using for that? This this is this is gonna be straight up brawn. So Aww. short sprint short sprint. Not too much to say about it. Alright. Uh, Need so more nice things brawn, in dude. my life. Yeah. It's brawn, brawn to plus keep sprinting. Up. Yeah. I, I assume no, you want uh, the falling rules. No, just keep it open. You might need it. In case uh, things go uh, poorly. Yeah, is that me too? Yep. Alright. Uh, take a free raise because you're closer, though. So. so that's plus five? Yep. Yep. All things considered, I'm running very well for somebody who is uh, shot by an entire line of infantry. Do I yeah. have sprinting? Oh, yeah, I don't have sprinting. Yeah, that's part of the athlete or part of the athlete skill. Yeah, and I'm an acrobat. And if you're... What's the penalties for being unskilled? Dice don't um, explode. Yeah. It's like being crippled. <laughs> I guess also plus whatever the GM feels appropriate. I think not exploding is the main thing. Yeah, the game's kind of unclear on how that works. Alright, 13, 17, 16. Captain? Sprinting 13's with the free raise. Yeah. Wait, what are we rolling for? Sprinting, Sprinting. plus brawn to catch up with him. Oh, okay. Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> Alright, he is speedy for a scientist. <laughs> he uh he peels down the staircase. Um he doesn't appear he doesn't appear to be avoiding anything, but he is running very confidently. And as you got and as you guys approach the bottom of the staircase, he ducks quickly towards a building. Um a rather large building that is it is that's uh, sat somewhat near the base of the stairs. It looks very important to the rest of the to the rest of the Dome City. Does it look like a church? Not 
especially though it's not clear what a dome church would look like okay i was just thinking if it was like obviously like a, a re- religious area or something and he was going to call some summoned a beast to hurt us uh whether that is or is not the case is impossible to determine from the shape of the building you're not alleviating the fears but whatever fine that's the that's the that's the game right yeah <laughs> and um before there's before there's too much chance to catch up with him, he knocks open the door with um with what appears to be a latch at one side, and he slams it behind him with an echoing thud. Um, can we? And we'll slam into the door. Yeah, you you can open it. He's just okay. slowing you down. Sure. What's happening with Declan? Declan, switch back to you. You're falling. About you know. Ten seconds ago. Cool. It's happening in slow motion. Uh, yeah, you can roll me break fall if you like. No, I don't roll it. It just takes a die off of like it depends on how many levels I'm falling. With a level being like what it would take movement to go between and then like a fight. Probably about ten feet. How much break fall have you got? Uh, one. So that would bring me down to four dice of damage. Okay. This Iron Man slams into the floor. Alright, you are going to take 27 flesh wounds as you impact the ground next to, uh, you impact the ground next to the two people that were lost to the previous expedition. You recognize them as the people that left with Elaine. Alright, uh, let's see. That's a 12 on bronze, so I take a dramatic. Yep. And actually, luckily for you, there is a fair bit of lichen and moss covering the ground, so it isn't quite as hard as you would expect. Yeah, you know, on balance, the the bong reels seem a little generous, but <laughs> okay. That's all right. Just hey. get up, dust himself off, and just be like, let's fucking go. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, because swashbuckling's about jumping to high places mm. kind of and all the time. Is- Falling from places. high places all the time. It certainly doesn't our, feel good. <laughs> I think our our like our dramatic our dramatic rooftop chase ended with somebody falling into a hay bale. Yep. A la Assassin's Creed. Eh, Assassin's Creed wasn't the first. Um. By the way, make me a notice check, uh, Declan. Uh, Alright, it's like a keen witch check. Um, yeah. Okay. Three, uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um. Does he notice anything? It's nicer down here than you thought it would be. That is the information I'll give you with that check. Uh, kind of like put his, like, look at the ground and see if his fingers are, like, sinking into it like her stick did with the wall. A very small amount, yes. Well, something to to tell them later. Let's let's chase after this asshole. Okay. And your fingers come back dry. Alright. You keep moving. It's not too long before you catch up with the others. It takes some effort to find the latch and get your fingers in it correctly. Apparently, Alain might have been lying a little bit when he said he'd gotten only as far as the door. Him? Lying? I never would have thought. But 
all of you manage to get there as uh, as Anne opens the door, and it is dark inside. You can see hints of gemstones lining the walls, but they're buried deep. And rather than going up, this is a tunnel going deeper into the earth. Are these the same kind of dome stones? From what I can seems tell, seems like seems it. And there's none close enough that we can sort of pry them out with our knife, with my knife or anything. It takes some work. Also, the guy's still like running away from us. Well, yeah, but they're useful. Well, we'll get some when we come back. I was more worried about us dying on traps on the way down. It's fine. We got a science stick. We'll just follow the step where he does. We'll just step where the places he did die in, and those are obviously the places with no traps. Let's go. All right. So, uh, you managed to start making your way downwards carefully, but still at a reasonable pace. Your torchlight lighting less far than you'd hope into the darkness. And the farther you go, the odder it seems. The the gemstones had always been on bright, prominent display before. There's some difference here, and you're not sure why. Why well, they're s- yeah. sunk so deep into the dirt. I guess as a... Um, we're probably going at a lower speed since we're, like, going down and we can't see that well. Sure. Um, I guess that's a thing, and we'll check the walls and see if they're the walls are actually the walls, or if they're an illusion and the actual wall is like a couple inches in. The walls are correct this time. Okay, I wasn't sure if they were just if the stones were sunken in because this whole place is an illusion. Yeah, I kind of assumed they just hadn't mined them out as much. All right. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that could be explained here, like how this is. It could be a different kind of dome construction. All right. As you go about 20 feet in straight vertical distance, all told, about into the ground, mm-hmm. you, come in, you come into a chamber, a chamber that is set with even larger stones, about the size of a fist each. Oh. Compared to the hallway above, this room glitters under your torchlight. So are these, like, inlaid? At this point, where the other ones were kind of like part of the wall, it seemed. Yeah, sorta. The ones on the ones on the previous wall looked as though they continued building wall until they were only barely visible. Okay. Kept paving wall over them. Huh. Oh. Okay. Are there any symbols around these plausibly inlaid this size gems? Not especially. Okay. If uh, if those wires were around, they'd glow with the gems, right? Uh, the gems glow when they get near the wires. Oh, that's not nearly as helpful. Yeah, that's the thing. You have a gem in front of you, and it glows when it when it detects something. Also, I don't suggest the the quick way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Was not even that much quicker. You're only catching up to us now. Oh, you know, I had to pick up the pieces of myself and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. Uh before I forget. It was sunken in there too, like that weird illusion where I fell. That's his... something to consider later. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Declan, please. If you're going to do something so reckless, never mind. Have that. <laughs> cool. If you're going to do something so reckless, have at it. Oh, and um... he ran out of steam for his chiding halfway through. <laughs> 
By the way, there was a situation in which the stones glowed, and it was not necessarily them being next to the wire. Yeah, because they were glowing when we just, like, went in there. When the guy was chanting. Right now, these are just glittering under your torchlight. They're not glowing of your own accord. Of their own accord. Can I spend a moment grabbing one of these big ones? Sure. Okay. Give me a witch check with keen senses. I didn't have to be witty to pull the other ones out. This is not a good sign. By the by, what was now that it's over? What was the player's guide thing for? I was just trying to make the character creation joke. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. All right. You gaze deeply into the stone as you approach it, and it starts to glow a little bit. Oh yeah, because when I looked at it and focused on it, it would glow. I think anybody focused on it would glow. It wasn't just me. All right. Now, here I'm going to ask everyone except Susan, uh, please turn off your sound or your headsets or something. I will post in the chat when you can come back. I need to tell her something in private that I want the audience to hear, too. Okay. All right. Goodbye. All right. So spook. Can anyone else hear me? Okay. Hi. I'm just fucking with them. Are you really? Yep. You're good. Okay, I was waiting for, like, my soul to get taken or something. That'd be pretty funny. You promise you're just fucking with them? Dang, I mean, yeah. Cool, so I'm totally gonna act like I learned something special then. That sounds fun. It does. (laughs) Alright. Alright, cool. I'll tell him to come back. We good? Yep. Alright, I'm back. Charlie, cool. where are you? Uh, I wonder left... if his connection at... No. Yeah, he left the call. Like, it's only four of you in here right now. Hello? Hi. Hi. The message has been passed. Good hustle, though. Well, that was quick. Yeah. Good hustle. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, very careful as I pull a couple of the stones out that are, like, you know, this size. All right. Pull some of the stones out. She'll pass one to Anne. Uh, Matt burbed, so I'm going to stay for a second. Oh. Matt's back. <laughs> she pulls a couple of the big stones out, and she passes one to Anne. Mind you, she's very careful as she pulls one out. As she pulls them out. Uh, wait, you you pulled them out, and you're, uh, you're passing them around? I, I pulled two out. They're really big, and she handed one to Anne, because Anne is Oh, science. right. Uh, right. She'll, I guess, try and focus on the stone. Okay. Uh, everyone but Matt... <laughs> Please mute your sound. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Charlie. Okay. Can anyone hear me? Hi. Hi. All right. So as you gaze into the stone, you can see your reflection looking back at you, and it's captivating. And as soon as you blink once looking at it, Mm -hmm. You can see yourself with an outstretched hand coming towards you. Wait, what? You're in the gym now. What? Yep. Keep role-playing, though. Feel free to add in interesting problems with character, though. Don't worry. Not permanent. Okay. You're not, you're I, not just losing your character. What's, what's the character of the gym? <laughs> um, let's see. It's trying as hard as it can to be you with the limited information it can get from your surface thoughts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Okay. Back. Back. Yep. Okay. 
So as as uh, Anne looks at the stone, it starts glowing. So Nadir's gonna look at the stone and not just hey. <laughs> You're gonna look at the stone? No. Okay. <laughs> Though it would be funny. Do you also want to look at the terrible secret of space? <laughs> Listen, there's there just a bucket of truth in the middle of the room. Listen, she already knows the terrible the the secret of space. There is no god but the great creator. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, as the stone glows, you can you uh you see one single trap line strung through the center of the room. Well then, we should be moving. I, I forget. Is it that they can see in the light of their gems, or do they make it a? It makes it apparent. The light makes it visible to everybody. There's a harmonic between them. All right. Yeah, he, he's, Declan's going as fast as he can without getting cut apart by uh, invisible wire thingies. Yeah, there's just the one. And you're getting much better at making the stone glow. It doesn't require a roll anymore. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, she'll lead the way. All right. You start moving down, and... Uh, Things look a little bit brighter in the light of the the stone, but not by much, especially now that you have both the stone and the torches. Right, it's, yeah, it's actually, like, visible all the time. All right. So you start making your way down. You go further and further into the dark, and the stones are once again set deeply into the wall. Until finally, near the bottom of a chamber, the stones are gone entirely, and there's no light except what you brought. And it feels as though you're sitting in a single orb of lights, and everything around you is darkness and abyss. Can finally, we hear, the... uh... Oh, good. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you can still hear footprints and everything. You're still in actual reality. <laughs> I-, I meant, like, his footfalls, maybe. Oh, um... Off in the distance, you can you think you can hear some shuffling and tapping. All right, and as you uh, as you walk into the as you walk into the next chamber around a corner, you're met with this ear-piercing scream that feels like it's coming from all of the walls. Once again, there's stones set in the wall, rather large ones, but they're glowing red in your lamp and stone lights. So it's they- almost un it's almost unbearable how loud it is. So are they different than our stones, which I assumed were like the same orangey ones as before? Yes, they do appear meaningfully different. They're almost vibrating, trembling in the walls. Oh. It, it almost feels like your eardrums are going to pop from the uh, from the pitch of the screens as you start walking through the chamber. So it feels akin to Stiggins' daughter? It's like half a Stiggins' daughter. <laughs> Half a Stiggins daughter is what was my favorite uh, pub drink. And the farther you move through this long hallway of stones, the more it seems that the ones you're approaching, the ones the light hit, begin screaming, and the ones you leave behind stop. All right, and we'll try and calm the light of the stone down a bit. As uh, as the stone goes dark, the the shrieking is reduced, but it's still unbearable to listen to. Okay. Um, 
you gotta pull the band-aid off. Just yeah, just co- run cover through. cover yours and just run through then. Okay. Alright, everyone make me resolve tests. Oh doke. What's my resolve? Oh good. What's what what's resolve oh resolve. Resolve yeah, is resolve. Resolve equals resolve. The offensive. Six. Sweet. It's really hard to roll raw stats in this game. Four. Are you aware that four is is basically a sound like for death in Japanese? Yes. Chinese, (laughs) too. I am acutely aware. All right. The word uh, in Chinese for four and death are almost exactly the same. Sweet hundred and eight. Plus nineteen. Oh, and then you rolled a rolled a one on the ten. Sorry, that's uh, nah, fine. Just okay. nine nine five five four. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got confused by your last message. Oh, that, that's yeah. That's why I clarify. <laughs> Didn't actually roll a hundred and eight. Sick. <laughs> All right, Nadire and uh, Valentine, you have an overwhelming urge to put out all of the torches. Not only because they're stopping you from holding your ears correctly, but because it doesn't seem to be helping much that you're holding your ears at all. Ooh. Everyone everyone else, you're sort of wading through it, but it's not great. We should put out the torches. I'm guessing you're screaming this over the sounds of the screaming. <laughs> I cannot do her yelling. Everyone everyone, information is conveyed to you, then Nadire wishes the torches to be put out. Time we spend putting out torches. He's holding one, he'll throw it away. Alright. Valentine throws his torch away, and it clatters to the ground, the light snuffing out as it as it uh, drags across the stone. uh, Anne just has her her glowing sphere, which she's not going to relinquish. Okay. Uh, did we all have torches? Um, none of us clarified who was carrying. Nadir doesn't have one, or at least not anymore. I mean, Declan yep. probably lost his in the fall. Yeah, or... Declan lost his in the fall. Um, Francesca never had one. She just has the big stone. Yeah, uh, and 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 probably and... had one because she was, you know, checking for traps and shit. Sure. So, are you going to listen to Nadir and Valentine? Uh, well. Nadira? Uh, yeah, yeah, she'll she'll throw the torch away and just hang on to the glowing orb, since that seems to be providing all the light we need. Alright. The orb provides little light here, maybe about two to three feet around you. It feels muted somewhat in the area. But as you put out the torches with the firelight, everything becomes much more peaceful. The uh, The screaming now appears to be nothing more than a slight feeling of discomfort. Apparently, it was all in your heads from the start. Oh. The more you focus on the stone and the more light it emits, you cause variations in the discomfort. Anne, uh, Anne has a third opinion on her second opinion of the Explorer Society. <laughs> Is it a good one? No. Fuck <laughs> <Stop> this. <laughs> all right. Uh, everyone can make me a witch check. Okie doke. That could have gone better. Could have gone much worse, but it also could have gone better. (laughs) 
Francesca. Yes. Where are you in the Where are you in the marching order? I'm probably in the middle somewhere. Not like I'm sitting in the back looking at strings this time. All right. So, all of you notice that the light isn't quite reaching the walls of the area, so there's still a bit of the hallway shrouded in darkness on either side of you. Everyone who beat a 15, that's uh, Anne and Declan and, uh, let's see, and Francesca, you get the subtle feeling that the hallway is breathing. And Francesca, as you're as you're passing by, you look to one of the sides as your orb of light moves through the hallway, and you see a long, pallid, slender hand just caught in the edge of the lights, and then it sinks back into darkness as you walk by. She's legit going to scream and then cover her mouth and be freaked out, which I will not simulate, of course. What is it? The 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 hand. I did you see it? Pointing and obviously freaked out. And no. There, there was a hand, an arm, very pale. It was just out of the wall. And we'll check the wall, kind of punch it a few times. Just punch it. Well, not punch it, but like you know, knock on it with the flat of a with the flat of the hand. Well, why not her science stick? Uh, that was probably lost. Since okay. I'm holding a torch, I, I don't have any room for it. I was holding a torch <laughs> in one hand and an orb in the other. No more hand. <laughs> All right. As you touch the wall, it's it feels more sort of springy than rock should be. As you pull your fingers back, there's a moist residue on them. There's too much give in this wall. This um some some kind of sponge. Just the, it was pale, and it just it was coming out, and then it sunk back in. Stay away from the walls. Does anyone get the distinct impression they're like moving in and out, like? It's like it's breathing. Yeah, as you look at the wall, it does seem to be pulsating very slightly. Yeah, stay away from the walls. Tell me twice. Just think, we could be back up at the party if they hadn't ruined it. The party? Yes, the party. Yes, the party, yes. Yes, the party. We should keep moving. It's been just about forever since that. It's only... What was that? I say it's only been a day. Yes, it has only been a day. Here, um... It feels like a week. Oh, I thought, I thought there was more time than that to heal up from stuff. Okay. This is... It would, this, that is... Um... I digress. We should continue. Stay away from the walls. All right. Argument here. And as you walk around, as you start to walk forward again, a bit more alert, every once in a while you see slender, disproportionate figures at the outsides of your source of light. Like as as shadows or? Seems that way. But as the light comes just close enough to touch, you can see that the shadows are being cast by something of substance. But as soon as the light hits it, it walks away, and you think you can hear a, a, a light hum as it as it goes. So, ironically, Valentine is probably not very affected by this at all. Yes, this is actually fairly familiar for you. <laughs> this is pretty tame <laughs> compared to the Abyss. 
which uh, he's been through with other people before, I'm sure. Yeah, it is both tighter and more meat-packed. All right. And after what feels like a half hour since you walked into the hallway in the first place, you come to, well, it just feels like any part of the hallway, but you feel a presence in front of you, standing directly in the middle of the hallway. Declan will step up and kind of reach out. Past the darkness? And right, pull out her the, gun. Towards the presence. All right. Uh, Declan goes up. And uh, Declan, as you put your hand out, you can feel... It, it, it feels like sickly, warm, rotting meat just beyond the darkness of the light source. And you can feel it moving as though it were breathing. Uh, like, kind of, hand kind of recoils because I wasn't expecting to touch whatever the hell he touched. Uh, move up with the light. Yeah, Anne will move forward, uh, light in one hand, gun in the other. <laughs> He'll put his hand out again, see if he can touch the thing as she uh, comes forward with it. Anne's going to try and touch it with the orb. Well, as the light comes forward, you see an almost clawed, um, like it has claws on the end of the fingers, this thin, slender, disproportionate hand coming out. And it was just about to touch you as the light comes forward, and it recoils unnaturally quickly into the darkness. You're afraid of it. And you don't feel the presence ahead of you anymore. Everyone should stay near the light. Whatever these are, they're afraid of it. They stay out of the way of it. That's why we can only see them in our periphery. There's no need to tell me twice. In fact, I'm just glad that I can keep my eyes open. Is this is this what you do? Gent- gestures sort of outwardly. It does have some resemblance, although I can't tell you what the other side actually looks like. I'm so happy what I do doesn't feel unnatural. And like meat. I'm glad I don't do the things you do, so... It's a wash. Alright, and as you keep moving close to the light, you come to the end of the hallway and a sharp 90 degree turn into another, into, uh, into dark, moving back up towards the above ground. This appears to have been, this appears to have, yeah, sorry. Yes, the, uh, the ground appears to slope up. This whole thing appears to have been some sort of underground transport tunnel. Curious, what did you transport? That's a certain for you. Instead of, you know, vacuum tubes, let's just use Slenderman. <laughs> you know, if you can get a demon to solve your problems, it's it's probably the best way. Or an imp. Imps work, too. Um, Declan's gonna, like, well, I assume it's still badly lit. Yes. Um, as soon as the it starts rising again and we pass the sharp turn, um, I'm just gonna, you know, reach out towards the front of the sphere of light to see if we've got stuff stalking us in the front anymore. Your hand reaches out into darkness and finds nothing. Should stay closer to the center. Just checking whatever is, whatever, it's not there. So. Should be more careful. Careful isn't exactly in Declan's language. It should be. I hope Juan didn't come down here. Juan? There is no reason for him to have. If anything, perhaps he found his way out with Beric or someone else. Yes, he's fine. Okay. You start continuing up the ramp. Yeah, I figured we were walking and talking. Yeah. 
And after another long period that's a little bit uh it feels like it goes a little bit quicker after what happened down there. And I you can uh you can use torchlight for without fear now. I think we all threw our torches away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, torches are gone. It's not wait, no, you could have a flint and tinder, I guess. But yeah, it seems kind of unwieldy to, you know, like carry him to let him back up. I mean, I do have a, I do have a, a flint and I do have flint and steel on my gun. If you want to try and light a torch with my gun, we can do the <laughs> whole lighting a staff tip again. Gun torch. Yeah, we could try and make a, we could try and do a Deco stick run. <laughs> nice. All right, you are about to you. After a while, you go up approximately as far as you uh, had gone before, maybe a little bit further up relative to where you were when you went in the building. And as you break out, you find your as you break out through this um, door similar to the one you had before, you uh, you come into a small chamber cut out of rough stone and the opposite archway of this like small no more than 10 foot across chamber is filled with rubble and there appears to be a small hole in the top right of it that a man could crawl through. Uh, All right. Do you think he went that way? Uh, how big's the hole? Is it not Declan and Anne sized? Uh, it could be with some widening out. What kind of widening out? <laughs> the, the rubble isn't all that secure. It just take like a, like less than a minute of shoving things aside, compressing yeah. it in places. And we'll start shoving things aside. Yes. Compressing it in places. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you managed to make it through. Uh, yeah, and we'll be the first in the scary hole. Okay. Good. We leave with our ranged attacker and uh, I've already the made biggest my, guy in the back. I've already made my uh, Enigma Faults joke. <laughs> you're, uh, you're on Megara Fault? What, what? In, yeah, Enigma of Megara Fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you all pull yourselves through the hole, and you find yourself back in the, uh, the Montaigne-style underworks. The river, the river of refuse is still rushing along the uh, the bottom of it. Uh, we're gonna have to pin some ghosts with some silver swords now. <laughs> fight some dogs using a pipe. But across, you see that there across the sewer, there appears to be another identical uh, archway, another archway that has been. Um, Another archway that has been filled with rubble and has enough has another hole in it, but this time large enough for all of you to get through. Are you telling me that your lot built a municipal sewer through a Cerneth ruin? It is quite likely. <laughs> that is that is precisely what I was trying not to say in my description, <laughs> but it is it's absolutely true. <laughs> So they just saw a Cerneth ruin and just built around it. I mean, consider consider that other modern societies decided to mine uh, corpses to make a really valuable metal. Valid thoughts all yeah. around. And also, you, you mine is... dragon skeletons to make armor. This is amazing from a uh, you know urban development perspective. Like uh, people are as mad know. as the O'Bannon. A functionally bottomless pit underneath your city <laughs> that you can just pump your waste into. <laughs> yeah, well, that hole's got to go somewhere, man. 
Yeah, but the hole doesn't go back up to you. Yeah, but the pit lords in the in the pit might get angry. <laughs> this is like, yeah, this is it's like the beginning of Lord of the Rings, except instead of digging deep for Mithril, they just dig a they just dug a big hole to shit into. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the orcs got so mad. Well, it was the the Balrog that did it. The orcs just hang out with the Balrog. Right. You see, this uh, is why they the... went mad. It's because they were surrounded by just shit. Alternatively, <laughs> the hidden fun stuff. And we'll uh, lead the way up the stairs. What a fucking clown. So as you as you make your way, uh, are you going through the other side? Yeah. 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 That seems like a place that guy went. Yep. You go through the other side, and you do see a set of stairs going up. But they go up to a suspended dome in the middle of another gigantic 50-foot chasm. So are we just, like, going through the mirror image of the last place? No, this is different. This is just... It, it's it's not as large as the chasm you were in before. Okay. The other one was a, about twice this size, actually. But this one seems to contain only one... Uh, only one... Uh, structure. And that is a large dome that is suspended from the ceiling. Wait, so it's like so like it's on a string or you know some or supports it, it, of some kind, and then the yeah, it, it it's on an it's an it's on a, an upper support that's connected to the top of the chasm. It's not a string, but it is a like a large it's stone, like an onion stone well, and metal well, you can just tube. Tell that there's a gap. So it's something like a giant contact lens in shape, I'm assuming. Yeah, something like that. Just yeah. uh, a, half like a, those, a half like a sphere. Those, those shitty lights in your grandparents' bedrooms. Is it like something change. I could get out of the Discovery Store? It's it's half a sphere, but the uh, the rounded end is pointed upwards toward the top. So, like I said, like an onion, where it's like it's got the round thing, and then it's got the thing that goes up in the middle to connect it to the. Sure. Okay, that actually does make more sense. Is it, is it is it like a is it like an enormous chandelier maybe? Yeah, kind of like that. Like this. Uh, yeah, it's like that except, like I said, the dome is pointed up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the roundy part. Okay. And there and your the stairs go up to a door set in the side of it. Okay, so there is a way to get into it. All right. Yes, and th- there appears to be another um another walkway that goes out the other side of it towards Everyone. off into the darkness. And we'll start up the stairs. Yeah, let's go into follow. the. Let's go into the Technodrome. <laughs> go fight up. Fuck, fight. it's three a.m. <laughs> Gotta fight uh, uh, a a rhino and uh, a warthog. Be- Bebop and Rocksteady, surely. No, no, it's no, it's a be- it's it's. I, Beb, I, I know it's who Beb, they are. I just it's uh, Beb and it's Beb and Rexdad. I was just being vague about it. You forgot. You forgot. This is a John Wick game. I was trying to find, figure out a way to non-discreetly say Shredder, but I can't really describe what Shredder is. <laughs> Armor man with claw. He's like a, he's like a weird <laughs> samurai, but like a cyber samurai. And for that matter, I can't really accurately describe what Krang is. <laughs> All right. So you guys head up this staircase to this uh, dome. And uh, I assume you go in. It's got a similar latch to the one you found earlier. Yeah. All right. You open the you open the dome, 
And here's what you see. Oh man, visual aids. God damn it, man. <laughs> also, for anybody wondering, I just described in the chat what I, what Krang looks like. <laughs> he's like a pile of mashed potatoes in a buff dude's crotch. Uh, no, he's more like a a a beet casserole salad or something. <laughs> well, let's not have this conversation. He's like some we- melted yogurt. <laughs> So as you go in, you see, uh, you see, a, you, you see the inside of the dome. It's hollow. There is okay. light coming down in a shaft from the top support of the dome into a large mirrored and clockwork device. It's set in the center of the room. When I say large, like the size of a large typewriter. Oh, okay. And from there, the light is being cast all along the uh, all along the room. And the light is forming into pinpoints on the ceiling, and you recognize them as the uh, as the night sky over Thea. And you see Alain, the Marquis, standing transfixed in the middle, as as though he's trying to figure out the machine. Uh, Anne pulls her pistol and uh, cocks back the uh, hammer. And yeah, why not? She'll shoot him. Okay. Uh, roll attack roll. Uh, don't and even roll an attack roll. Roll the damage. Firefly to approach to to diplomacy here. I mean, the guy has a murder hand. Talking to him has a whole lot more risk than shooting from afar. Yep. Roll damage. Okie doke. Okay, I don't even roll attack. All right. He's too transfixed. Oh yeah, that's fair. I have plenty of time to aim. Maybe this will get his attention. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if not, when, then we don't need to shoot him a second time. Either way. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Good thing damage dice don't explode anyway. Or actually, they do, but I'm crippled, so. That, that's... I I don't think that works with guns. I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine being crippled enough that if you shoot someone accurately, the bullet doesn't do as much. <laughs> Do you want me to roll explosion dice then? Sure. I can roll explosion dice. Okay. There's no level of personal injury that can affect how it's going to start. As long as we don't run into more of those. Okay, well, it didn't explode that much, so let's see. That's a... <laughs> it didn't explode that much. Let's see. Uh, that's a, that's uh, 36 flesh wounds. Oh, boy. I think he also, that's on top of the 16 flesh wounds he took already, unless he healed somehow. Yeah, he's not looking in good shape. You you shoot him in the shoulder and blood starts gushing from the wound. And it's he looks... time to go now. He looks at you somewhat mournfully. He puts his hands on the device and twists it. And the stars change into constellations that are kind of recognizable, but don't seem quite right. All right, time to change systems. We're now playing Star Wars Edge of the Empire. <laughs> Anne's gonna come up to him, and can I do uh, can I do a pommel strike? He uh, takes his hands off the machine as you approach, and he puts he puts his hands up in uh, surrender. Um, do you still hit him? Yeah, I do. All right, roll damage. Okay, it's a lot what? less. Zero K one with bronze. No, it's three K two. A pommel oh, strike is... keep two? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically, uh, like, like, pistol whips do a lot of damage to an actual skull. Let's 
see. Um, no, I'm just surprised at the amount of things that do as much damage as Finnegan. <laughs> really, you should be impressed by how much by by how much damage your fists do compared to you know everything else. Uh, that's thirteen yeah, but my, my, my fists don't turn someone to paper by default like Pommel Strike does. <laughs> also, yeah, his TN is reduced to five for the next phase. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that fair, matters. Um. My staff is 4K2. Stop, stop talking. He, uh, he falls to the ground, and he just sort of looks up at you, putting up the arm without the gauntlets to guard his face. <sighs> I surrender. I'm done. Is that what you give, is that, is that what you give to Marco? Did you give him a chance? <sighs> I did what I had to do. He was done. He was done, and you killed him. Man, well, like, Kneel down over him and hit him again. All right, roll damage. Does he have the glove on right now? He does, but he's he's got it on the hands that is supporting him. Holy shit! Okay, actually, I'm crippled and I'm hitting him with this, so that's only fifteen flesh wounds. Uh, it's still enough to knock him out. One more hit kills him. We we should have asked what he was doing before we. Beats his head in. I mean, also, if uh, also if nobody tries to stop Anne, she's going to hit him again. Uh, Valentine will uh, try to grab the uh, barrel of the pistol and stop her from uh, bringing it down again. All right. Um, essentially, make honestly at this point she's going for a coup de gras. Like you probably have time to grab her hand. Yeah, actually, the the system handles coup de gras in a way that's easily stopped. So, <laughs> yeah, you managed to grab the barrel. Captain? He needs to go back to his people. His people need to decide what to do with him. And we still don't know about that. And he'll take the tip of his sword and start trying to push the glove off the guy's hand. It appears to be attached pretty good. He's going to keep keep doing it. Poke, 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 poke. Keep trying to yeah, push well. it off his hand. Uh, and- we might need to... Uh- we might need to do ulterior methods to remove that glove, she says, withdrawing one of her scimitars. I think scimitars go through bone pretty easily from what I've seen. Does, does the glove come off? It does not. He needs to live. That is what the captain that is what the captain has asked. And we'll drop her gun and kind of sit by him. Well you can We should bring him back to his people. He comes to a little bit and sits back up. Holding a, uh, using his uh, ungloved hand to rub the spot in his head where he was hit with a pistol. What is the purpose of this glove? The, 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 the purpose? Why do you have it? What is? Why does it kill people? It's important to me, or it was. What happens to me now? We take you back. Back where? Where are back we taking pa- him? Back to Petit Charus. Back to Petit Charus. Huh. You make it right with them, or they throw you back in the pit, but either way, it's their call to make. There's no one left. What do you mean? It doesn't matter what he means. We need to take him back to his people. He looks at you somewhat angrily and sort of pushes you with his ungloved hand, sort of shifts, shifts the orb around in your hand. I have no people anymore. Captain? You go back anyway. They're all gone. What are you talking about? 
my people. They are gone. Who are you? I am the Marquis. Then what do you think are not there? He very carefully gets up and limps towards the uh, device. Stay away from that. You ask me a question. This is the answer. You can answer with your words. Not as easily as you think. You will do as the captain has ordered. I don't know how to answer your question. What does the device do? What was all of this about? The device shows the stars. We see that. That is all it does. What stars? The stars. So what does this have to do with your people being gone? If you would let me show you. Not if you would not answer us. Just let him do it. We're getting nowhere by by him trying to explain something he clearly cannot. Take off the glove first. I can't. It's a part of me. Captain? Nadira, please remove the glove. No, no, no. Please, please, please. If he do that, he will probably not be conscious enough to explain whatever he's trying to do. My amputation down here is a death sentence. Which, honestly, I could take a leave, but, you know, you have the opinion to keep it on my life, so... Yes, he's to be kept alive and taken back to his people. You are being too vague. We cannot allow you to activate this device. How will showing us the stars help explain something more? I need to show you what I know. And it would help if that eyesore were not shining so brightly. You're out of luck there, then. Light a torch, whatever, but put the stone away. Until you start explaining something. He obviously cannot, and your captain, I must explain. If you keep asking him, he's going to keep giving the same uh, explanation. He is either mad or he is... I can't find... And, and if the device is safe, let him do it. Very well, Captain. Man dims the stone. He uh he goes up and he turns it and the constellations are what you are what you guys know. These are your stars. And he turns it and he turns it back slowly. And you can see the stars slowly spreading apart over time. These were mine. The constellations look about ninety percent there, but they're slightly modified. Are, are you saying you are Cernet? Something like that. And you are speaking from within the glove? The glove is part of me. I am part of the glove. Yes, it would be ridiculous to say he, that he was the glove. Have you always had that glove? Not always. Emergency it's... required it. And you... It is less ridiculous to say that he has an entirely different set of stars? They're the same stars. Well, a glove can't talk. That would be preposterous. Do you come from a different country? Country? When... The closer you get to... The more south you get, the different the stars are. Now, Declan is not an astronomer, but I don't think that they grow farther apart. 
where you are longitude or latitudinally. Yes. How far south are you? Hmm. I south. I am on yes, the ruins. I am on the ruins of the old Dome capital city. I have lived here all of my life. Captain? This all makes no sense. We're no closer to understanding than when we came down here. We have different stars. Why did you murder people for them? I am... I did not murder them. What did you take from them when you touched them? There's a... It doesn't exactly translate well. Do you still think I'm insane, Captain? You've not given me much in the way of... In the way of reasons yet. So fine, what do you call it if not dead? They're stopped. Stopped? It was lethal to the Dome, but not to you. You. What happens if you touch them again? Then the timer resets. So it is a temporary state? Depending on the length of touch. Fine. Then you come back with us, and you fix the people you killed. If what he's saying is correct, they'll fix themselves? I'm not completely sure I'm going to be able to make it back. Why is that? He looks down at his wound, still leaking blood down his front. Frail bodies, these. Is the body you inhabit not the one you originally did? I certainly was not always a glove. Oh, so the Glove Valentine is... looks disapprovingly at all the people who said that him talking to the glove was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Also, Captain. If, but right. <laughs> if he is, <laughs> Captain, if he is dying, there should uh, should should we stop that? You said to take him back. Yes. All right. Someone stopped that. Who stops that? You. You. That you would stop. Be you. Oh yes, yes, of course, of course. Yes, I will stop that. Uh, Valentine will basically move his arm with the glove out, the sword slightly into the wrist, uh-huh. keep the ground. I'm not going to. Uh, fine, fine, fine. Just don't break the skin again. I don't think I have much left of this stuff. Yes, that is called. You need the to bl- keep the blood. Yes, the blood needs to stay in the body. That is important. Huntress is going to look strangely at Anne. Now, yes, I will keep the blood inside the body, yes. I'm a doctor. I'm associated with doctors. (laughs) (laughs) Unknown associate. Now, before we continue any further, is what is in front of me right now? Beans. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I I am a bean acquisition drone. That is all I do. That is all I can do. <laughs> Time of death, 1235. Cause of death, not actually doctor. <laughs> um, and we'll like... And we'll take one hand and like put it on his wound and put some pressure on it. Is that keeping the blood in? And hand me the 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 gem, please. So you can use both hands. This is fine. No, it's not. Yeah, the blood's staying in. Look, uh, coming out between your fingers, right there. Uh, uh oh, yes. I think uh, I, I think I need that. No, 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 no. Frenchess is going to walk over and just pull the gem out of Anne's hand. Really think I need that. Not that. Take that. Anne's going to hold on to the gem. There's going to be a pulling match between them, which... This is making it very hard for me to... This is going to make it very hard for me to keep the blood in if you keep pulling me off of him. Let go of the gem. No. Declan, please help me. All right. You're interfering with my captain's orders to keep him alive. <laughs> are you, are you really? <laughs> captain, take the gem. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna try to wrench it out of her, out of her hand. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot you're gonna be able to do against Declan and Francesca and Declan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so since she's still trying to hold the guy's blood in with one hand. Captain, I believe man is and is not. Well, I think the gems are doing something to her that they did not do to me. That's why once they get it out, she'll hold on to it because it wasn't doing anything to her. What did they do to you? They didn't. What do you do about this? I mean, it's doing something to her. It didn't do a thing to me. Maybe, maybe she's suffering from some type of hysteria due to all the stress we've been through recently. Well, how's Anne reacting now that the gem's been taken away? Oh, yes, that is... Oh, now I have two hands. This is much easier. She's going to, like, rip off some of the guy's clothing and, like, start trying to, like, wrap it around him. It was already there, but I guess it's tighter now. Yeah, see, now there's pressure. This holds holds everything in. Yes. And she'll just kind of keep putting more bands and wrapping them around and kind of wrapping them around. I think she's been been overworked. She has too many responsibilities on the ship. We need to give her some leave to ensure incidents like this don't happen more often. Uh, who has the who has the gem now? Uh, Francesca oh. has both of them. The one she had and Anne's. All right. Do you look at them? Sure. Cool. Do we do we need to those leave? Are, those are some cool gems. You see, you see your reflection in one and Anne's in the other. Um, uh, Captain? She'll kind of pull him over. Do you see Anne in here? Because I see Anne in here. No, Anne's right here. Yeah, he'll look at the stones. That's right. I'm keeping all of his blood in. You see, uh, yeah, Valentine, you see your reflection in one and Anne's in the other. I mean, Uh. I, I don't have any experience in any way or form, so I don't know if smashing it will help. You with the Cerneth guard with the Cerneth gauntlet, or who are the gauntlet? What do you know about this? I'm a little <laughs> indisposed right now. If I break it, will it hurt her? Shouldn't. She'll hand it to then Declan. You're stronger. Can you smash this? Oh yeah, I smash gemstones all the bloody time. 
<laughs> you have more than a two in brawn, so. Gecklon <laughs> smash! Would you like me to hold the fucking world on my shoulders while I'm at it? <laughs> I meant throw it hard. In case you didn't know, I'm actually independently wealthy. I just take coal and just smash it in my hands, like, right? <laughs> Hey, that wasn't invented yet. A handful of fucking diamonds. And please, Declan, take a job and die. <laughs> also, you discovered you can make coal from diamonds. <laughs> well, diamond from coal, whatever. <laughs> yes. I mean, he'll, he'll give it a shot. Just, like, kind of just, you know, whip it towards the ground. Yeah. It's big enough and fast enough that it shatters on the ground. And there's and a and dives for it as it gets thrown. Yeah, there's a piercing, shrieking noise, and then everything's back to normal. And what's uh oh oh dear what's how did this what happened to this man? Bleeding. Oh jeez. Oh dear. Okay. Just patch uh, him up for now. We'll <laughs> deal with the rest later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need tools. Does anyone have them? I have a knife. This is a really, this is a bad gunshot wound. Who shot him? You. You did. Uh, you also beat him with your gun a lot. Yeah, very good on the pistol whip. That wasn't great. <laughs> all right, all right. For that. Uh, do I do surgery now? Uh, Sure, make me a roll, but something else happens. Or uh, diagnosis. How bad is he? He got shot. And <laughs> beaten a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as but, you're as you're working that out, the opposite door opens. The door opposite the one you came in through. Draw swords. And two women walk in. Um Yeah. One is dressed uh one is dressed in a very elegant noblewoman's outfits, like impeccably expensive. She has long black hair that trails down her shoulders, and she appears to be pregnant. The other woman is standing next to her. She's clad in a back, a black gown, a black mask, featureless, uh, and a and a black veil. Oh God, Francesca, you can see th even through the uh, through the outfits, you can see the glow of scars across her body, fate lashes. Yeah, no, I I kind of figured that out. Is, is she a master fate witch or is she like a Nona Atropos? Uh, you are unable to rule out the possibility. Oh, God. And, uh, Valentine, you recognize the woman as the current Queen of Montaigne. I would recognize her, too. Yeah, probably. What's her title? Uh, Empress, I believe? Yeah, Empress. Okay. Empress the soul. Yes, greetings, Empress. What are Wait, you wanna doing? Wanna what, are you, what are you doing in my husband's star chamber? And that is where I'm yeah. going to end the session. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you have a pithy one-liner? <laughs> no. You were going to say, we're, we're, in, uh, we're in the Sun King's palace now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was going to be the thing. That was going to be like, we're we're in the palace? <laughs> no, he just eats laughs. <laughs> Francesca just makes the sign of the church. Turns towards camera. Music begins playing as it slowly zooms in on face. <laughs> oh, All right. That is where I'm going to call the end of the session. 
I expect another serving of chicken. <laughs> Your party was terrible. <laughs> that was the worst party I've ever been to. Almost the worst party. <laughs> All right. And that is going to be the end of this uh, this act story thing. This arc? Yes. Do I get a drama die for the... Yeah, for you, the you get a drama thing? die for all that stuff you had to go through. <laughs> what, what what was going on there? Okay, so when everybody stepped away, James said, you look into the orb, and then you see your reflection, and your reflection reaches out to you, and now you're inside your reflection. You were in the gem. Play the orb now. Wait! But you didn't <laughs> say that to me! <laughs> yeah, when, when I talked to Susan, I said, I'm just fucking with fucking everyone. with everybody. I heard that as I was walking away because my headset's really loud. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I expected you to say the same thing to me, but like, oh, no, I'm actually, <laughs> something happened to me. Nope, that was just a red herring for yours. Yep. <laughs> uh, thanks for letting me do that experimental bullshit, everyone. Although you didn't have much choice in it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I kept you. I kept trying to kind of, I kept trying to kind of hint at it. Um, yeah. that I gave, I gave Anne three different, I gave Anne three goals and she would only follow those because the thing that James said was the orb only knows what was in your surface thought. So it's like, we're chasing this guy. Uh, I'm loyal to the captain and I have to protect everybody. Yeah. I, I was starting to, uh, starting to get that by the end. <laughs> I did like that fun. one, that one line you gave that no one noticed when they started talking about Juan and you're just like, Juan? There was also, oh, yeah. <laughs> Also, everybody was talking about the party, and I'm like, the party? Oh, yes, the party. I know about the party. Ah, uh, yes. Party. <laughs> so, there are officially three Fate Witches in the room now. So, that'll be cool. Yeah. I... Also. As yeah, okay. As... Imagine... Imagine... Oh, the, is... the Empress is one, too? Yes. Yeah. Also, we have She's an exiled scientist with a death hand on them now. In the upper. I don't think we have a scientist as much as a glove that has a body it's talking through. Yeah, but that's the body of an scientist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the fate witches make mean girls look like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> wow, that was an interesting uh, comparison. <laughs> um. Well, I mean. Then they may look. They make the sisterhood of the traveling pants look like the Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> well. I'll let you know some things, because they're known Vidachin things, at least among the Fate Witches, because they all went to the same school as her. On the Empress, Empress, her name's Morella, when she, on her 16th birthday, her best friend, her air quote sister, who's actually her cousin, uh, Caligari uh, matriarch now, she made three prophecies. That Morella would marry the most powerful man in the world, but that she would displease him. And that they would lead, and that when during their marriage, it would lead to the birth of the most powerful sorcerer to ever walk the face of Thea, and that whenever she dies, it's going to mark the worst bloodbath that Montaigne has ever seen. Oh, okay. So when she dies, the Montaigne Revolution is down. Is what I've assumed from reading it, but no, that's like things you learn in the Dilettante because she and Beatrice were big shit. They they tell you. Three incredibly dire prophecies about a former student? About the yes. the Queen of France? Yes. Because they were done by Beatrice Caligari. Also, so, I guess, I assume the, the most powerful sorcerer thing might be... Yeah. You know, it, that's relevant the, that's, to that's the main. That's the main thing, is that 
everyone knows knows that she married the most powerful man in the world because she currently is married to him. But it was so, prophesized. Yeah, and one the of fact the dog- that he's going to give she's going to give birth to the most powerful sorcerer to ever to walk the face of Thea, and that her death will essentially make the French Revolution. I mean, well, they don't I think know it, that. It, we don't know. It, we, it might just be yeah. they might think it's going to be the Wizard Wars. Yeah, with <laughs> with war. Yeah, pretty much. But no, that sounds way. If if she's assuming that the kid is the Emperor's, then wouldn't it be like a half blood, a, a half sword, a half porta? Eh, sort if of it were a girl, shit. if it were a guy, it's just a half blood porta sorcerer. Uh, um, th- there are no guy; they're all daughters. That's why she disappoints him. Uh, I believe, <laughs> unless this will be the first. Yeah, uh, I say so. First so far, it's been all daughters. That's why there's no cr- no heir. One of them might be the most powerful wizard. Yeah. I don't honestly know. The daughters can have Porta, because Porta's not gendered, but only her, their daughters will have have a chance What's at Sorta. What's French in ge- gendering? <laughs> you yeah. talk, to, talk to the Germans. I don't know. I mean, judging by the rules for uh, the Montaigne bloodline, they may be uh, a half-blooded Montaigne sorcerer of the Montaigne bloodline might be as strong as anyone else. I don't know, but that was one of those things is that it's it, they talk about it because Beatrice's heart was broken when she married the Emperor because that was the only part. And she's now, like, one of the scariest fate witches in Vidachi because she makes prophecies, and they always come true. Right, but on that note, I'm going to call an end to this here recording. Good night. Good night. We're going to do Thanks. some bookkeeping. Thanks for bearing with me, Internet. <laughs> Welcome Thanks. to Experimental Storytelling, Part 2. James Game Part 2 James Murder Good good night everybody Good night A boop